I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design. The total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to Solo Rip number 16 here on the weekends where we have more time to kick back, vibe, chill. Actually, all my entrepreneur friends are probably listening right now talking about what are you talking about? I'm still grinding. I'm still grinding, too. You guys know what I mean. You don't have the typical bothers of regular weekday fiat life or anything like that. So that's what these solo rips are for. They're meant to be short. They're meant to be concise, right? They're meant for you to be able to have ammunition into the conversations, to the barbecues, to the get-togethers, to the dinners with the friends, so all that good stuff. And that's what we're here to do. So welcome to another uh, episode of the solo rips. This is the side chain of Talking in Bits. Make sure you go ahead and check out the main chain. Just had an amazing episode with Texas Slim, who is just just vast with knowledge. I mean, the stuff that's happening with our food and the the uh, the finger that he has on that pulse and the way he's able to explain it, right? A lot of us know a lot of different things, but explaining certain things, something that I actually struggle with and most of us struggle with when we try to orange pill or where we try to uh, explain uh, what I'm going to call our anarchist ways because a lot of this stuff is inherently uh, anarchist, right? An anarchist gets a bad rap, but... Um, the way Slim was able to basically just like describe these things and, and and how things were before and how they should be now and the the buffoonery that they're doing with the food, uh, it's just magic magical. So go go check out that uh, main rip. Uh, I decided to take the uh, the intro cap that I had here for all the shows, which is just basically just reminding y'all how you can donate, how you can keep the lights on, how we can keep this content going. Uh, I wanted to get rid of that. Not only was it repetitive. Uh, but it actually, in my opinion, you guys let me know, reach out to me, sounded a little needy, right? It sounded like, you know, it was something like that. And I wanted to remind y'all that, you know, I do this off of my own pocket just because I I, I thrive and I, and I care about education, especially in Bitcoin, something that has transformed my life, probably has transformed yours if you're listening to this show. Um, so this information will always be free. And I want you guys to know that. It doesn't matter if you donate or not. Donations just give signal. Donations just allow me to understand um, that this content is good, which content is bad, which content do you want more of. And with the, the, the world of lightning and the world of splits, I actually want you to take part in the show. So since that cap is no longer there, just a reminder, podcasting 2.0 apps is the best way to get on the show, to get boost on the show, uh, to get questions on the show, to get topics on the show. If we talk about any of that stuff, then I'll give you guys a split. If you have a, a, an XPUB for lightning or a fountain address or anything like that, I'm more than happy to put you in there for providing content for the show. If you're tired of the music <laughs> and you want to, you know, contribute to music, I'll give you a split for that. Um, basically, anything that's production, if you guys want to take part in that, I'm more than happy to share the splits with y'all. Um, but that's where you can go and donate. That's where you can help out. And that's where you can become a friend of the show. Podcasting 2.0 apps. My favorite is Fountain and Breeze. You guys know that. Um, but go check us out there, talkingandbits.com backslash donate. If you just want to do good old-fashioned donations anonymously, you can go do it over there. Um, and that's, you know, I usually post up a bunch of different fiat ways you can donate, uh, but I don't really want to highlight those. And like I said, love to all of you all. 
for allowing me to be able to do this. This is this something that I actually do love, video, audio, and education all meshed into one. And uh, uh, Podcasting 2.0 has allowed me to do that and allow you to donate when you see fit. So I want to thank you all for that. Here in Solo Rip 16, um, you know, we got more work to do. That, I think that's the concept here. We got more work to, to help Bitcoin get to, well, Bitcoin doesn't really need us, but, you know, to get it to the masses and to educate more because of the stuff that's happening around the world. Um, and I want to get into that. Some of the stuff, you know, CPI was just released. Inflation's at an all-time high since, you know, 40 years ago. 9.1 it came in. That's actually today that that news came us. Uh, but here, Bitcoin's here to save us and we need more work and educating others in that philosophy that Bitcoin will save us. Bitcoin is going to save us for many different reasons. The main chain highlights a lot of fantastic guests like Eric and Gigi and Slim um, that basically remind us of that. While, you know, while, not only while I'm here talking to them, uh, interviewing them, I get that, but while you guys are listening, uh, many different arenas where Bitcoin is saving us from this typical fiat stuff. Uh, and I want to get into that. I want to talk uh, briefly about the uh, how reliable Bitcoin is, and, and that's an important uh, aspect of money. M you know, the money system that we choose to function uh, or use as a function of our life has to be reliable. If it's not reliable, then what the hell is the point? It's going to fall apart. It's going to be a shit coin, basically. I want to get into that. Um, there was a post that kind of hits on the topic of this episode. Bitcoin needs uh, our help, and this was. Uh, uh, very well written and very well uh, uh, brought up. So I want to bring that up. And then I want to talk about talking a bit to actually uh, uh, migrating, right? Going towards the Mecca, going towards the, the where all the signal is at so that I could further amplify my signal and be able to give you guys better and better content, better and better education. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about that. So without further ado, getting into it, you know, we need to ramp up what big the teachings of bitcoin the education of bitcoin we need more shows like talking in bits we need more shows uh, um like you know uh, rabbit hole recap and, and, and tftc shows that are basically just giving signal 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 because we're falling behind on this race now i know typically you know when you're going through your twitter feed is like algo the algorithm has basically tailored it to what you want to see so you're basically looking around and thinking like oh everybody's on this train everybody gets it everybody understands it but no everybody doesn't understand it and that's a problem that we're having within you know the community and this is all about adoption you know more and more as i go down the more and more the hotto idea does make sense and we do want to huddle for our savings so I don't want to sound like that's not a good idea but we really need to use this currency use it correctly use the privacy tools uh, uh, and be able to like you know, build an economy out of this because if this, if everybody's just hodling Bitcoin, then we're not really doing anything. And you can only really orange pill the majority of the people when they get a taste of what it is to transact in it, right? Like we use that Visa 3.5 fee uh, percent example all the time. I hear that get thrown around. But if somebody's hodling Bitcoin, they've never tasted what it is to give somebody direct full-on payment without getting the middleman to extract anything out of it. Because remember, they're hodling. So their Bitcoin is always being held there forever. So, you know, I'm not saying blow your stack. And I'm not saying that, they, you know, you, you, you should just organize it, right? So you should have a smaller stack, like a wallet, like a, a, a hot wallet, um, like Moon Wallet or something like that, that basically you interact with the system. You interact with 
paying a rancher or paying a farmer, right? Like you interact with handling Bitcoin at the farmer's market um, where you load up a, a, a podcasting 2.0 app with some sets and you're able to stream directly what you think the content is worth, uh, where you're able to basically pay for goods and services with this smaller wallet while you're still hodling your long-term wallet or your cold storage Bitcoin in a different arena. Because this is how we empower people to the next level. This is how we educate them to the next level. And boy, do we need to educate them to the next level. So CPI, 9.1%. That means inflation is at the highest it's ever been. Uh, I agree with a lot of people that argue that it's actually not 9.1. It's probably close to like 13%. But the point is still there, right? The point is, is that we have less food, right? Or, 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 or yeah, we get less food and less services and less resources than we did a week ago. Then we even did yesterday. That's how this stuff works. It's literally just killing us as we live. It's literally just draining us of our energy as we live. And for some of us that are not in the position to be able to just throw money away, it's a damn shame and it's a sin and it's a penalty uh, for the uh, for somebody else to be able to do that for you. And by that somebody else, you guys already know as Bitcoiners, it's the Fed, right? The fact that you can wake up and be more broke than you were the day before. And mind you, your job is not just going to be like, hey, I understand. Here's another 9.1 to your paycheck to be able to make up for that. So your groceries don't shrink. So your energy doesn't shrink. No, they're actually going to take advantage of this and they're going to continue to do that. And in some situations, especially when you're in a union job, well, guess what? You're only getting a quarter per year. Something that was established by another organization or another entity before you were even able to speak upon it. Right. Another thing that really pisses me off, and I've talked about it here in the show, is, you know, my parents, right? Unfortunately, my parents did their very best to not only raise me right and raise my brother and sister right, but to be able to work their assets off to be able to get us to the position that we're in now. And I'm eternally grateful for that. Unfortunately, I, and I take this upon myself, although some people may act and ignore the fact that this is a thing, I have not worked to the point where I could relieve them of their duties, if that makes any sense. And that's something that I'm avidly, you know, and I talked about this later on in the show that I'm avidly pursuing. But in the meantime, while I try to figure this out for them, while I try to figure this out for my kids and, and for my wife and for my family here, my immediate family, the Fed continues to destroy their lives. Right. My parents have been class A U.S. citizens, no felonies, no records, no none of that stuff, no drug use, no none of that, which is rare. Right. Especially from people that come to the U.S., Right. And this is not just a blanket statement, but according to what the Fed believes, right, that immigrants are this and immigrants are that. Well, technically, we're not immigrants. We're Puerto Rican. That's the U.S. But Puerto Rico has its struggles as well. Right. And for the fact that a Puerto Rican person who didn't speak a lick of English, which was my dad, came here to make a better life for his children. Right. Which is me, my sister and my brother and successfully did that in a grade A level without having to stoop to any of the lows that the fiat system entails. Because we grew up in the projects and in the projects, not only can you not only do you need your nine to five, but you also need the other sometimes illegal ways of making money in order to put food on the table. That's what the fiat system has starved us to do. That's the slavery of it. Right. So my dad was able to overcome that and basically not have to uh, default to those uh, other methods and still put food on the table every single day. So fast forward now to 2022. Right. He's still having to work his nine to five job, which I think uses him and abuses him as most of those type of situations do and he can't afford nor can I afford to get him to stop working and now the Fed is over here sending 1.7 billion and whatever number they they picked out of a hat to send over to Ukraine right for a situation that there's no transparency on meaning that if there's actual war it's not really our war and if there is actual like reason for this money then 
Let us know what it is so we can actually either decide or not decide. But you're not because there's money laundering going on there, if you were to ask me. Right? There's a lot of shitty shit going on there. So you're debasing not only my money. I got time to figure it out. But you're debasing my parents' money. The money that they have planned to retire on. You're going to push back their Social Security to 75, 80 years old, which most people are not even going to make it to. And if you don't do that, well, the buying power is going to die anyway. So whatever it is that you give them, that measly amount that you give them month to month is basically going to be mean nothing. And this is where Bitcoin is important. And my parents are aware about Bitcoin. My parents do buy Bitcoin. I buy Bitcoin for my parents, right? But it's getting to the point where they're in their life. They need the safety net more than you know, others. And I'm sure there's people in their generation that are going through the same exact thing and have no idea how to get out of it. And this is where our education needs to step up. We need to stop sitting here on Twitter. And, and I mean, there's a place with ship hosting and all that stuff, but we really need to pay attention to the fight that it's, that's at hand and stop worrying about who's LARPing and who's not doing that. The LARPs are going to fall apart. The LARPs are going to disappear over time. The LARPs are going to be exposed over time. What we really need to do is start focusing on the ones that need it the most. Stop wasting our energy on the LARPs Stop wasting our energy on calling out the shitcoin companies, right? That stuff is going to happen naturally is what I'm saying. We don't need to do that stuff uh, uh, with energy intent. Our energy intent needs to be to step up our education and be able to save those that need to be saved, be able to save the ones that actually want to pay attention and the ones that are listening and the ones that need it the most. And it's not just millennials. It's an older generation that got their currency debased from them. If they weren't lucky enough to get the education they needed to have like real estate or have these big wealth things or these portfolios well they end up in the situation that most parents end up in which are my parents which is nine to five still working their asses off falling apart naturally because of age and they've been lied to through 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 their uh, uh health care right they go to the doctors and say here's this other medication you'll feel better after this they've been lied through through fiat they've been lied through through uh, health and, and and that type of education with seed oils and all that They've just been completely lied to and all they've done in return is work their asses off to be able to make sure that us kids, their kids, don't see the pain that comes with that. Me personally, though, not only do I see it, I talk about it on a week to week basis and enough's enough for me and that. We really need to, 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 to ramp up our education. Not that we're not doing a good job, it's that we need to do a better job. We need to be able to share sets more willingly and, and, and show people by showing them through example. Hey, you see this rancher here that's doing you know proof of work every single day and is giving us this nutritional food? Let's pay him in the hardest money of all time and not feel so bad about that. Now, why am I gonna give that person cuck bucks when I know what the cuck buck is doing to their generation and has done so uh, um, for generations and decades uh, since we, we, we've gone away from the gold standard, right? You listen to the main chain episode with Slim and he talks about how his grandfather survived many different, what should have been perils, right? World wars, dust bowls, a bunch of different things. And the only thing he couldn't survive was fiat and what it did to the farmer. That was impactful to me when I heard him say that, that an individual can overcome so much, such as my parents overcome so much and end up in that shitty situation where they can't overcome the fiat, the powers at B. Pay attention, y'all. This is a lot more than just hodl hodl. This is a lot more than just millennial stuff. And, and and they don't get it. And we, we you know, this is a lot. We need to empower everybody, all age groups. And we need to teach them what Bitcoin could actually do for them. Not tell them. Because sometimes I get lost in this rant and this tangent of telling people. I need to show them. And that's why my education gets to the next level. And that's what I'm working on here. The next point is, is that we need reliable money. Because if I'm going to show my parents or the older generation that this will actually indeed save them. I need to prove that to them. The money needs to be reliable. 
Um, and we've seen these type of posts before, but I saw a post that I that I, I'm going to put in the in the show notes here, where it's just saying it, it, it's actually verifying that Bitcoin is the most reliable network ever created. So BitcoinUptime.org, right? is basically given the percentage of the uptime for Bitcoin. And right now it's at pretty much 99.9%. I mean, there's a long number there, 99.875, but you guys get it. 99.9%. The Bitcoin network has been reliable. TikTok next block has been go has been, you know, uh verifying transactions transparently for 99.9% of uptime. The hash rate is through the roof. The hash rate the energy that's being enforced in the network and securing the network is another signal there. It's basically saying that this much electricity and this much power is securing your wealth. Everybody, every single person that's involved in the network's wealth, right? And it's also, I don't have it here, but there was another number that shows what a 51% attack would cost somebody. And it's in the billions and billions of dollars. And remember, that's only to like falsify one block, right? Or falsify a set of transactions. That's not to actually take over the network. I believe Eric said it in our conversation, Eric Kaysen, where it's like, those are very like small blips on the radar. So you would do all of this just to be exposed and just to be kicked off the network and then for us to just continue along the main chain, right? The chain with the actual most work behind it. This is reliable stuff. This is not just a shit coin. This is not just a small amount of hash rate that secures this network. This is powerful, y'all. And when we go and we educate people and, and, and they have, you know, and they're skeptic and they kind of like, oh, but my bank account was frozen and my bank, we need to give them these type of metrics, these type of numbers that actually remind them, whoa, 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 well, you won't be censored because we've been doing this for about 13 years, 99.9 uptime without it being, without blocking uh, transactions, without, you know, uh, uh, censoring anybody, right? Transparently doing so. TikTok next block every 10 minutes or so. And this is power in itself. And this is part of the explanation that needs to happen. If there's a skeptic that's doubting Bitcoin, maybe because even of a shitcoin experience, this is how you wave them off of that. This is how you let them know reliability, especially in money, right, is everything. And fiat is not money. Fiat is just an idea. This is money. This is verifiable money by anybody in the world. So that is very interesting to me. Um, I love watching these numbers because they actually remind me once again how secure my wealth, my family's wealth, and everybody who's involved's wealth it is. But leading into that, I saw this post that was uh, very well said. And a lot of us like to go on and basically say, Bitcoin doesn't need us. Bitcoin doesn't need help. Bitcoin doesn't need this or whatever. That's arguably true. But in this post, I would argue the opposite. And I love that, that, that this post was written. And it basically says, Bitcoin is not only not inevitable, meaning that something could happen here, y'all. We keep ignoring that and we keep thinking that it's game over and we've won. We haven't won anything yet. He goes on to say, and this is a uh, Fiat Joff. Shout out to Fiat Joff for at least for this post. I don't know much about Fiat Joff, but this post uh, made it to the show. Uh, it is actually failing according to everybody's most recent expectations. Remember, we were supposed to be at 100K by now. We were supposed to do all these different things. Stock to flow, which is actually hilarious. You know, th the expectations were there for us to be at the moon or something like that. So it's actually failing those expectations if you think about it. If this position of assuming victory is making you not try hard enough, please reconsider your beliefs. Bitcoin needs every little bit of extra help that it can get. And that is the gist of this episode here. This war, this game, this battle, whatever it is that you want to call it, it's not over. It's something that there's a lot for us to be able to do, whether it's from this standpoint, the educational standpoint, um, the literature standpoint, 
uh, the the you know like uh, the everything the 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 code base, uh, the coders, the the programmers. That standpoint, the products. That standpoint, um, the accessibility. That standpoint, everything needs all hands on deck. If you really believe in Bitcoin, you should not believe that we have won this battle yet. We had just getting started. We are very early on. We have really good ammunition on our side and we have really good tools already at our disposal, but it can get way, way better, way, way more secure, way, way more accessible, way, way more educated. I hate to say that over and over again, but you guys get it. We are not done here. That is the point here. If we were done, our parents, my parents wouldn't have to be in this situation. If we were done, None of us would have to be here talking about Bitcoin over and over every single week. It would just be the norm. It would just be something. We need to fight and we need to fight hard because it's not inevitable. There is a situation where we could lose. Very small one, especially as the days go on, but it could happen, y'all. So I agree with this 1000%. If you're assuming that victory is here and you could just make memes and it's game over, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. And you need to be able to uh, contribute as best you can on a small level, uh, personally, family, on a community level, those around you, and on a global, state, bigger, broader level as you continue to uh, what I call neo yourself and make yourself more orange-pilled and make yourself more belief. That's a personal mission that I've taken upon, uh, uh, and that's one that everybody that knows what this can do to society, to the world, and everything that's wrong with it should be able to honor as well. Well said, not said enough, one of those things that we really literally think that this is it, that we have won, that all you have to do is just buy on Cash App or buy wherever you buy and the game is over. You're going to be rich forever and Bitcoin is going to be the standard, blah, 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 blah. You're not really getting it if that's the case because we're in the middle of a war. Um, you wake up and you see clown world all over the fucking place, left and fucking right. And if you want the spear to the heart, it's destroying the money. It's separating money and state. That's the mission here, y'all. But we're not going to win that by just sitting around and pointing fingers at people and, and, and worrying about LARPs and worrying about uh, VCs running around. That's not how we win this. We win this by putting all our force, all our effort into making sure that we actually win and that we're in the position to win. If not for us, then those that come after us. But it should be for those that come after us. It should be for us. And in my argument here earlier in the show, it should be for my parents' generation as well. That's extremely important to me. It should be extremely important to all of y'all. So with that, you know, I, I, I think you guys get the gist of this episode here. It's basically that we need to be able to continue to work and improve not only ourselves, but Bitcoin. We need to be able to educate others, onboard others, and so we can win this ultimate fight because they're going to keep printing. They're going to keep sending money to bullshit situations and, and crazy different things. Clown World will continue. Left and right will still continue to fight each other. All this shit will continue to happen. Grocery store will get more expensive. Gas will continue to get more expensive. And we need to enact our weaponry, which is encryption, right? When they encrypt messages, encrypt everything, right? But it's also the encryption of money, which is what Bitcoin provides us, and the security of that, the reliability of that, which is what the hashing power and the miners and Bitcoin network has already provided us. Why waste your time on other fucking tools or other fucking coins that are not solving that problem? I'm not saying you can't solve other problems. I'm not saying there isn't many to solve. I'm just saying that the big domino needs to drop, and that's the money. 
That's the big domino. That's the 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 the, the solution to many of this these problems that we talk about all the time. The solution to the tyranny. The solution to the the very few choosing for the many. All those problems are not going to get solved by all these other shitty products and all these other shitty uh, 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 development uh, uh, programs. They're going to get solved by solving the fucking money. That's what we need to do to be able to have that big domino drop. And then, yeah, maybe after that's figured out, there's an environment where all these other shit coins can flourish and all these other shit coins can live and, and, and do what they need to do because the number one problem has already been solved. And that's the money, y'all. So let's continue. If you don't get anything out of this episode, if you're not bullish enough, figure it out. Figure out how it is that you contribute the best. What is your skill? What is it that you can contribute to this massive and embraceive and awesome community? But not just to that, but to the Bitcoin network. How can you improve it? How can you get more people onboarded and get this network to be stronger? That's what it's really all about. Dig deep because there's always a way. I'm still digging deep. I don't want y'all to think that this is it for me. Like just, you know, here ranting with y'all. I got a lot more work to do, but I definitely think that we all have something and we need to keep bringing that something and we need to keep championing this technology and what we stand for it because it will change life as we see it. It will eliminate clown world. It will eliminate anything tied to the fiat spigot. And that's the end goal, at least for me. Can't speak for all of y'all. So that's where I end there. These next few minutes, I'm just going to give y'all a heads up. Talking in bits, you'll have... This solo rip, which will be on, on this upcoming Saturday, depending on when you hear it. And then you'll have one more episode from the main chain. After that, it's, I'm still unsure where I'm going to be recording, y'all. So um, I, my family, talking in bits, everything that's with it is going to move in, is going to move down to Texas. I'm sure most of y'all have heard that. Um, this is just, this is many reasons behind this. Uh, uh, it's not just uh, because of Bitcoin. There's a lot of different reasons behind this. It's, you know... Uh, more of a, a, of, a, of a freedom thing for my family and I. Uh, we live in the Northeast and the Northeast is uh, very oppressive, very tax heavy. Um, taxation is theft. That's across, that's everywhere. That's even in Texas. Taxation is just theft, period. But there's many reasons for that. I also, you know, as most of you know, work at Unchained Capital. That's also another reason for that. Uh, but ultimately, I want to make Talking in Bits much better of a product for y'all as well. And, and, and that plays into that situation. Uh, I'm thinking here more live interviews, more signal, uh, more people that are actually at the Mecca, because what I consider Austin is the Mecca uh, of Bitcoin uh, and many different things along that line. Me being closer um, to development, me being closer to the people that are actually uh, making the initiative uh, here where I'm from, at least in the Northeast. We're not really getting any of that. Uh, and I want to be the ears for y'all. I want to be the eyes for y'all so I could come on the show and have people come on the show that no matter where you're listening to Talking in Bits on the, uh, in the world, you'll be able to acquire that signal. And I'll be able to give you more ammunition, as I like to say, uh, when it comes to your bullishness, but ultimately when it comes to expanding this network and making it be the freedom tool that it needs to be. Uh, more people need to be onboarded. And I do that at my day job every single day, but I want to do that also with Talking in Bits. And part of the Texas move or the down south move is being able to get closer and closer to that signal. I appreciate everybody down there that not only has welcomed me with open arms, but that uh, that's working on Bitcoin and working passionately on Bitcoin. I can run through a list here, but I'm sure y'all know who they are. And I look forward to bringing Talking in Bits and my resources and what I got to offer down there to be able to help as well. Uh, because remember, this fight is not over. This, as far as I'm concerned, this fight is just getting started. And if they continue to inflate, we actually have a weapon to escape that. Only 
if the person, the individual, knows about this weapon. So bear with me. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to be able to square it up to be able to get some episodes, but as soon as I get my situation locked down, as soon as I can get a set locked in, and as soon as I could uh, uh, start pumping out episodes, you know, all the good stuff that goes with an internet connection and all that stuff, I will be back. Please stick with me. Uh, go back and listen to any, any of the older episodes while I'm away uh, because you're going to continue to get the signal. I have, I've had a bunch of great people jump on um, and, and, and we appreciate y'all. So hang there with us. That's just an FYI reminder. Uh, yeah, you'll get a few more episodes. I'm working on this one, working on another one. And then from there, it's going to kind of be when I get landed, when I get settled and we'll figure it out from there. As always, guys, if you want to keep the lights on and you want to continue to get this content, as I said in the beginning of the show, Podcasting 2.0 apps is the best. If you do happen to go back on the main chain while we're away and you you know, put some stuff together uh, and you like some of the content you see in there and you kind of put two and two together, that talking to bits is nothing but signal, feel free to use those streaming platforms to stream us some sets uh, uh, or any of the other donation methods. If you're listening to us on Legacy Networks, well, that's okay as well. Just make sure you do the old school rate, share, subscribe thing because that actually helps us float up and more people get access to this content, which is a beautiful thing for all of us. So I look forward to getting back on my feet out there. I look forward to relocating properly and I look forward to giving you guys even better content than you guys are used to. Uh, don't forget, you could be part of the show. You could be. It's not every day that a podcaster is telling you you could be part of the production team here. You can give topics and get splits for that. You can give you know music and get splits for that. Ideas, cover art, whatever you guys are good at. Please reach out to me, talking a bits DM on Twitter or Deathbed D E F B E D. That's my personal one on Twitter as well. I want to give y'all back what I'm getting out of Bitcoin. Uh, and the way you can do that is, like I said, not every day that you could become a producer on a podcast from a distance. Reach out to me if you guys are interested so you can get some stats as well. I appreciate y'all. Until next time, which will be pretty soon, I promise. I'm going to work hard on that. I appreciate y'all. I'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>